At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Send the Esports Betting Network. You waited for it. Well, guess what? It's here. The NFL is back tonight. Dallas, Tampa Bay, mostly eight and a half. Unless you're seeing something differently, mm. Michael Lombardi, 52, 51 and a half ish on the number. The number's been going nuts. Like we said, it opened six and a half. Got all the way up to nine, nine and a half here at the South Point. They've got it officially on the board at eight and a half. Where do you think, best guess, where do you think this ends up tonight? Well, I think what Vinny said about uh, 80% of the money is still going to come in. I, I can't believe people aren't going to take Dallas late at that number eight and a half and drive this number down to eight, maybe seven and a half. I can't see it going the other way. I mean, it's at nine offshore. I mean, DraftKings has it at nine and a half. Unless there's something in that locker room. Look, I do think there is going to be, in a, you know, the weather, it's pouring rain down there right now. You know, the field's covered. So that should play out. It's going to be hot and humid. I think the, the conditioning is going to be a factor in this game and certainly favors the Bucks who have been practicing in this weather for their entire training camp, whereas the Cowboys have been out of the humidity in California. So cramping is going to be an issue. You know, we're going to see that, and that's going to be the concern. But I, I think it lends itself to what we saw the Florida State-Notre Dame game, that it lends itself to even if a team gets behind, the other team gets tired, they can get back into the game. And so I, I'm nervous, not as a Buck fan that they're going to lose the game. I'm nervous as a Buck better that I'm going to get back to recovered. 
a number that really hasn't moved. San Francisco opens up against the fighting kneecaps and my Detroit Lions. It's <laughs> San Francisco lane seven and a half. We've been on that number for a while now, Michael. Uh, you know, it's funny. I was thinking about because your son, Matt, walking through those raindrops. You always say that about Jimmy Garoppolo walking through the rain. Nothing bothers him. So Kyle Shanahan hasn't explicitly said who's going to be the starter. He's been trying to be coy with it. <laughs> Garoppolo came out and was like, yeah, I'm starting on Sunday. I mean, you know, Patrick, I think it was so obvious to anybody who knows anything about football, who watches preseason tape, it was obvious that Trey Lance isn't ready to play. Like, to ask the question is your ignorance. Like, there's no way he's ready to play at a high-level, fast-paced game against the kneecaps, the meatheads, or whomever (laughs) he's playing, right? It doesn't matter. Like, he wasn't ready to play. And Garoppolo, like, and, and, you know, the fact that they had this debate in me, social media just shows how far social media is from reality. Now, I get it on Justin Fields because it's Andy Dalton. But Garoppolo led his team to a Super Bowl two years ago. They had a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter. Was it Jimmy Garoppolo's fault on third and 18 they didn't cover Tyreek Hill? Was it Jimmy Garoppolo's fault on third and 10 in the red zone they gave up a pass interference penalty in the end zone? I don't think so. So, like, like this whole movement, this shift is noise. It's noise. And if you have any common sense, you know that he wasn't ready to play. It's all noise created by social media, which we have to, as a betting network, have to kind of stream out of your consciousness because it's there. Yeah, Michael's been telling you, and I completely wholeheartedly agree watching Lance. Uh, so here it is, the opener on Sunday. Garoppolo, quote, I told you guys a long time ago I had a pretty good feeling about it. I kind of joked about it, but I always kind of knew where I stood and everything, and now it's official, I guess, as Kyle Shanahan plays coy. Garoppolo all but confirms he will be starting. And that number, frankly, Michael, that's been frozen at 7.5. You know, and it's been been frozen. It's got a game of a ton of tickets written. It's the most bet Sunday game right now on the board. Is it really? It's the most bet Sunday game on our board, Patrick, of all the other games. Mm. And the money split here on this game is all 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 uh, all San Francisco money. You know, seventy six percent of the tickets, seventy one percent of the money. What? And that's why I think it's a line freeze. I don't think they want to go to eight. I do think fans will, as you know, Ford Field will be in there. You know, it's hard for NFL teams to cover a seven and a half point. Most games are decided by that field goal, four points. You know, San Francisco on the road last year, they didn't open up the season very well. They lose at home to Arizona. Their execution wasn't pristine in that game. So, you know, I, I think there, look, here's what I think you have to really understand. We'll explain and that. I know we're going to go to a we're break. We're going to explain that. Yeah, I see back. Stephanie up there. The calling Hail Mary pass. She's got yeah. the thing in the puppet over there. We got it going on. Vsin, the sports betting network stuff. She's over. She's got her Mac Jones jersey on today. You can't see her, but yeah. she does. She's represent TB12. TB12. My man. We we're just discussing I, some of these key numbers, and you know what I've been telling you. I'm just taking these teams at home, uh, the dogs at home, to open up the season. But the seven and a half. I'm going to let you finish up your thought on the seven and a half with San Francisco laying it there in Detroit. Well, I think what we saw last year was teams that were able to start the game quickly and get the lead at halftime, won the game. So only the Colts, Eagles, Bengals, Browns, and Cowboys, those five teams were the only teams that went into halftime with the lead that ended up losing. 
So what does that tell you? That tells you that, you know, basically whoever go with veteran good coaches. If you're doing the if you're doing the survivor, make sure you have a really good coach. Don't don't cheat yourself and say I'm going with Urban Meyer because you don't know if Urban's a good coach or not. Let let Urban prove to you. You know, don't go with somebody that's not a proven guy who can win and knows how to prepare a team for opening day. That's critical. Opening day. Now I'm not saying they're bad coaches, but you know, it looks to me like Andy Reid knows how to prepare his team. It looks to me like certain coaches do a really good job of getting their team ready and going. And it's reflective in their execution, not in their one-loss record. Execution matters this time of the year. Did you see, so we were discussing this, and you could, I think you could have laid, laid three with Indy. Remember, this number has been insane, it's Michael. So Seattle, it's I mean, a six-point swing. It's a, a six-point six point swing. swing. So right now... And you see it right there in front of you. Most books, Circa's at three. I think DraftKings is three. MGM's three. The Seattle Seahawks right now, we have it officially right in front of you there. Seahawks laying three. A couple books still have two and a half. And we know Carson Wentz is going to play. Now, we know there's some concern about this Indianapolis offensive line. I think that this is why we haven't seen any movement towards the Colts. Because of their offensive line. Because of their lack of depth in the offensive line because there's no left tackle. You know, it, you know, is Eric Fisher going to be able to play? You know, Matt Pryor will probably start off at left tackle. We know that Quentin Nelson may not be able to play. We're not sure about that. He's not on any COVID list right now. I mean, the fact that the Colts activated Fisher off of PUP before the six weeks tells you he's coming back sooner than later, which is a good sign, right? That's a good sign. So that's the only concern. This offensive line is the only concern, which typically would be a strength. Jonathan Taylor, Wilkins, Marlon, all those high. They got four really good backs. They got good tight ends. This is a good team, Indianapolis. We'll see if they can do it. You know, they're, they're, they're you know, I mean, Michael Pittman, now they don't have their T.Y. Hilton, but I think it opens up the avenue for Paris Campbell to be a really good player. I mean, they've got this kid, Strachton, uh, Stragan, I believe, he's, they signed him as a college free agent out of Charleston. He's been lighting it up over there. So we'll see if they can kind of get these young receivers going. I have faith in Frank Wright. I really do. I mean, I know he lost last year down in Jacksonville, but I think that heat and humidity down there played as much of a factor as, as anything. The And it's not like it's been... Like you're coming, we understand all the consternation with the Colts, right? They've been, they've had dealt with so much injuries, COVID, a lot of it self-inflicted, but it's not like it's been a smooth sailing Seahawks team where there's, you know, there's hold-ins, the left tackle, like what the hell's. So it's not like it's been, you know, there's been some rocky waters as well with Seattle. No, no doubt. And where are they in their offensive line? Now, Dwayne Brown got his contract redone. We knew that would happen, right? You know, how are they in the offensive line? We'll see. You know, Russell Wilson will adapt to this new offense. I really believe that. I think Shane Waldron will be really good for Russell Wilson. He'll be under center more, something I think he has to be. And he'll be able to utilize his play-action pass better. He's got Chris Carson to be able to run the football. I like it. I really do. Defensively, I don't know where they are. To me, I worry about them. You know, Jarrett Reed was one of their best defensive linemen. They paid him a ton of money, and then they had to cut him because he didn't earn it. Are they going to be good enough up front? You know, Carlos Dunlap came off later in the year when they traded for him to Cincinnati, and he proved to be really effective. 
creating some pass rush for late in the season. You know, they still have Bobby Wagner. Are they going to be good enough here, you know, in the defense to be able to slow down and handle the power, the power of the Colts run game? That's going to be the question mark for me. Do you, if I were just to ask you, what what was the decline of Russell about last year? So remember where he was just on a torrid pace, MVP, and then it kind of fell off. And then since then, you know, the offensive coordinator got blown out. Was there something you could point to? Because the inverse happened on defense, Michael. They brought the edge in from Cincinnati. That's what maybe the best team in football defensively over the last three or four weeks. Yeah, You know, and last year, you know, we talk about it. You know, they, they did a tremendous job last year of playing run defense. I mean, you know, they get Jamal Williams, they get Jamal uh, Adams in the box, okay? He's another linebacker. You know, he helps you run. They're in, always in an eight-man front, so he helps them, and he can attack the pocket. He was their leading blitzer. I mean, he's not safety. He's a, he's a playmaker. You know, they held right. teams to 3.9 yards a carry. I think the biggest difference last year, the problem with the Seattle offense was they became very uh, predictable in shotgun. Let, let Russ cook ended up cooking Seattle, not because Russ is bad, but because they didn't have enough of a balanced attack. He's in shotgun. It's you're limited in what you can do running the football in shotgun. You're limited in your play action ability. And I think this is why, and you're limited because Schottenheimer didn't want to play fast. So you're limited with being able to play fast. If the coach doesn't want to do it, I think with Waldron, they'll play faster. They'll have some tempo. They'll also be under center more. I think you'll see more explosive plays down the field. You know, I mean, this kid threw for 40 touchdown passes last year, Patrick. Hmm. Russell Wilson, he almost completed 70% of his completions. Awesome. I mean, he had a good year. He needed a little bit more balance. I mean, they just couldn't score. They had a home game up there. They didn't play as well as home as they needed to either. What do you got on the number? Because I'm going to read you a quote. Pittsburgh Buffalo, you got it in front of you. Where are you at on that number? I, I think it's at six and a half. I it think is. it stayed yep. right there, and I think it's been pretty balanced. You know, my instincts tell me to take Pittsburgh and, and take the six and a half and figure like Pittsburgh's going to work this way through. I was a little nervous this morning reading Ben's commentary That's about exactly how he right. feels like, yeah, that offense is going to be slower to come back. It made me nervous. I worry about Pittsburgh on defense. I believe, and I said this on my podcast earlier, I mean, look, if T.J. Watt doesn't play in the game and has a hold in, and they allow him to do that and pay him a game check to hold out, I mean, this is just anarchy in the National Football League. That won't happen. But I know this. Buffalo threw the ball 16 times, ran the ball 16 times against Baltimore. I know Brian Dayball really well. I worked with him. I talked to him. He's a friend. And I know how his mind operates, and he's not going to try to be a macho man and run the ball against a Pittsburgh front that's hard to run the ball. He's not going to be Jason Garrett like Jason Garrett was last year in the opening game and trying to get Barkley going and giving him 16 carries for six yards. That ain't who Brian Dayball is. He'll do what he did against Baltimore, which is the smart thing to do. Come out, he threw almost, I think, 15 straight passes against Baltimore. He's going to throw the ball. Beasley's going to be in the flat. They're going to have long handoffs, and he's going to try to loosen up the secondary. What worries me about this game is I know from being around the New England coaches and being around our ability to play New New England playing Pittsburgh and understanding this defense of Pittsburgh's and how they attack it, they do a really good job. And I would be really surprised if Buffalo didn't have a really good day offensively. And that causes me some concern, can Big Ben match those numbers? I think Buffalo, you can attack their secondary. 
You know, I think you're, they're going to have to, you can, if you understand their schemes, you can get after their corner, the one corner, not white, the other corner, and you can get down the field. The Pittsburgh has that ability, but it's going to take them some time to get going within their new style of offense. And to Michael's point about Roethlisberger's comments, so he told the Pittsburgh Gazette, look, Canada's instilling a new offense. You're going to have an overhauled offensive line. Two rookies a part of that offensive line, Michael. Two rookies in, in, in Najee Harris and in, in, in big-time spots as well. Um, so he said it may not be pretty early, but they'll start to find their rhythm. Yeah, and, and this is what bothers me, right? So we got fans in the stands. Let's go back to rule number one in betting. Bad offensive lines don't travel. Mm-hmm. Okay? Rule number one, bad offensive lines don't travel. This is a bad offensive line. You've got guys that fans have never heard of playing in the line. You know, Trey Turner has not played well in two years. Since Carolina gave him a huge contract, he went to the Chargers last year, and they cut him. And they need linemen. But Pittsburgh's desperate. So they took him, and they're thinking, okay, maybe we can get him turned around a little bit. Okafor, their 18th third-round pick, is going to have to be the left tackle. Or is it Dan Moore Jr., their fourth-round pick this year? Some people think it's going to be Dan Moore, Moore at left tackle, the Texas A&M kid. Can he hold up? Is he good enough? These are hard things to do when you're playing on the road. Hard to rebuild your offensive line. Now, Big Ben's going to be under center. There's no doubt about that. He's, they change. They're not going to be 570 snaps out of shotgun. And Nigel Harris is going to get the ball, and they're going to run the ball a little bit. I liked what they did this summer. I think this Fymouth kid, the, the kid they drafted out of Penn State in the second round, the tight end, they finally have a legitimate tight end on their team. Some people will say, well, they have Ebron. Ebron's not a tight end. Ebron's a big receiver. Ebron don't block anybody. You put Ebron at the end of the line, and the, the defense is going <laughs> to knock him back. I, nobody yes. cares. I'm aware, okay? I'm aware of watching Ebron He's try to block. He's a big receiver. I, I love how people say, oh, hey, they got Ebron. He's a tight end. Ebron couldn't block me. He's not out. He's not blocking anybody. You can't run the ball strong side with Ebron in the game. If anything, you got to free release him and get him to block a safety. Yeah, he couldn't block you. You're known for lateral quickness. No, nah, yeah, I, I would, I would take the double team down, Patrick. Yeah, I, I, I have, I have big news for you. So the Chargers are going to be there. It's not breaking. Well, kind of. The Chargers are going to be in Washington to take on the Washington Football Team, or the Commanders, or the Red Wolves, or the Red Hogs, or the Armada, whatever. Uh, Michael's team growing up. So this is big. First, Curtis Samuel. You saw he re-aggravated that hamstring. He could be out for the mm-hmm. year. Their big time prize signing from. Carolina, he's not going to play, and this could linger for a long time. It happened yesterday in practice. You see the number of the Chargers at Washington. It's a pick em. The big news, though, is it looks like there really is some questions about Austin Eckler potentially playing in this game on Sunday. He yeah. didn't participate yesterday. That would be huge for this Chargers offense. I think so, and that, that, would, that would deter me. And, again, I think – you know, this is why I think you have to wait until the till the last moment to turn your bets in is to see where he is because mm-hmm. he's a field position back. He will change field yep. position. He he matters and so much. He matters, and they don't they don't get that with Roundtree. They don't get that with Kelly. They're not going to get that with Jackson. He's a huge part of what they do, and so that would worry me a little bit there. And I, look, I, the thing I have the hardest time with Washington is simply this, Patrick, is I keep going back to week 17 when they had to beat Philadelphia. And mm-hmm. Philly went Roberto Duran on him, no moss, and took everybody out of the game and wanted the draft pick, the higher draft pick. And, 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 or else they were going to lose that game. I'm having a hard time with that. You're down on Washington. 
I'm down on that. I mean, because I think if you know how to throw the ball on them, you can. Now, I like William Jackson. I really do. I like Fuller. I think they're improved. Their offensive line concerns me. I think Fitzy gives them a little bit better stability. Rivera's an even kill guy. Nothing bothers him. I like that. I just, I go back to that game. Are they really that good? Who's coaching the, you know, it's weird with Washington. They kind of pieced together that offensive line last year and got good performance out of it. I don't know who's coaching there. I don't think it's still um, your former coach there in Oakland. No, it's not Billy Callahan. No, not Billy. It's the, it's the, I forget who it I is. I can't but remember. The, but anyway, they, they play pretty well. He last came year. from Carolina. Right. Okay. Um, so that's a pick em. Don't bet that until you find out about Eckler. I mean, he just he matters so much, not just running the football, but catching the football out of the backfield, you know, as a security blanket there for Herbert as well. If not him, you'll have, what, Justin Jackson, who's still in the mix, Joshua Kelly, the UCLA running Ray, back. Roundtree. Roundtree, yeah. So, But Eckler, there's, there's a reason they paid him. They paid him big cash, and this was a kid. And that, he deserves it. And he, I mean, he, he deserves it. He's a good player. He's Again, he changes field position. He really does. No, he does. So the, I'll stick with Washington for one more second here. The concerns for them, I mean, the, the Samuel miss, they love Brown. They love Deami Brown, who they drafted. But, I mean, there's a reason they went out. The first big piece they spent in free agency was Curtis Samuel from from Carolina. I mean, this is there's right. something here as a compliment to McLaurin. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, they need that. And obviously, I think Adam Humphreys is a kid that really is going to help them, though, Patrick. Adam Humphrey gives them a third-down converter, something I think they desperately needed. And I think this will really help offset if Samuel's out. You know, and, and they can kind of get through that. Look, the question marks are going to be, are they good enough in the right and left tackle spot? That's going to be the key. They're going to start Cosme, the second-round pick this year uh, in, in 21, and, they're gonna, and they signed Charles Leno, who a kid they got from the Bears. That's the concern you have right there. And they're expecting a lot second-year jump from Antonio Gibson, who flashed last year. No doubt. No Not doubt. And they, got, and they got and McLaurin, too. Getting McLaurin healthy and yep. keeping him on the field, you know, and Antonio Gibson, I think, gives him another guy. And Logan Thomas and the tight end room. Good... Tell him what you told me about tight uh, about Logan Thomas about playing tight end. Oh, it, it was in the combine, and you know, we brought him into the room, and I said to him, I said, Logan, you know, you'd be a, you know, why don't you think about going back to playing tight end? He said, No, I'm a quarterback, man. I said, Well, you can make a lot of money playing tight end. It took him to get cut by I think three teams before you finally went over. Buffalo made him a tight end, then Detroit, and then he ended up with Washington. And he had a billion catches last year and just signed a huge contract. So all state, all state coming out of high school at tight end and quarterback. Virginia Tech actually started mm-hmm. a playoff game for Arizona, I believe, when uh, your boy was there. Um, yep. Who, when Arians was there. I have a lot of boys. When, I have a lot when of boys. Arians give was me co- a lot of boys. Well, no, when I Arians, mean, I'm trying to think. It was Arians. <laughs> It was Arizona, and I believe they were at Baltimore, and I'm almost positive. I think positive. so, yeah. I mean, he had to go in a game. It was when they they drafted him in the third round, too. I mean, they spent a high draft pick He was very good at Virginia Tech, but his body screams tight end, and Michael no was doubt. right. He's going to be starting at tight end there for Washington. Uh, that is Logan Thomas. Uh, plenty to do, including that number uh, that we've been discussing. New England dancing between three and two and a half. We'll come back and discuss it next here at Lombardi Line.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, so this is, I don't know about you, Michael, but since I've been here, this is probably the biggest note with DraftKings, right? Tied with DraftKings wow. being a part of the team. The fact that we're now on YouTube TV and the sports package is insane. 24-7 live streaming. I, I'm on YouTube 24 hours a day, so this is awesome for me. You can sign up now at tv.youtube.com. And remember, you can also watch us 24-7 on Fubo, Sling, and Xfinity X1. But again... It's tv.youtube.com. How about that, man? YouTube's pretty big. I, I huh? think it's awesome. I mean, I don't know if I, I mean, I'm on YouTube all the time, too. I've watched everything on the Kennedy assassination you could watch on YouTube. It's incredible. It's fun. I'm glad we're on there. I'm, I'm excited for it. And so maybe even Barbershop could figure out how to watch YouTube. <laughs> no, no, I, I, can't I, don't, I don't think that's going to happen. No, I don't think that's going to happen either. He thinks he's convinced if he touches the wrong thing on his phone, he's sending a, mo- a missile to Moscow. So we got to you know, make sure that doesn't happen. <laughs> we gotta be, uh, so, you know what? I, it, it, just as an aside, you know, David McCullough wrote up like a thousand page book about Harry Truman. It took me a year. Yeah, I read it. It took me a year, but I finished it. And when I finished it, the first thing I did is I went to YouTube. And yesterday, I went down a three-hour rabbit hole of Harry Truman YouTube <laughs> clips. <laughs> like, like, it's incredible, right? It, it's it's wild, like, the technology and just, like, new clips after new clips after new. It's fascinating. It's never-ending. So good. 
Uh, you know, we, were, uh, Pat, we have friends in town here, and they're staying with us, and, and we were talking about it. I'm like, this generation of people, they, they, they don't need instructions. You know, like, what do you do with the coffee pot? Like, how does it work? Do you just YouTube, YouTube it? Like, it. If I, when I have to ch like, I have a bunch of old typewriters. When I want to change the ribbon in the typewriter, I just YouTube it. You know what, somebody, somebody it, described it as university. Why would you go, you just go it, to university? And, and this is why we belong on the YouTube channel. We're a university of betting. That, Come, Michael, only bet as much as you're willing to make. You're the best, man. That was good. YouTube Sports Package Plus. Again, you can go to VEASAN.com. Come join us. Yeah, yeah come why join. Not? Why not hang out? You get, you get all the Bill Berman you could possibly get Whoa, whoa, right whoa, here. whoa, whoa, whoa. Where is Billy B? Where's BB? Billy B's out of, you know, Billy B's running a... Um, I think he has a uh, some kind of uh, hosting a the, his company is hosting a uh, a uh, I don't want to call it a seminar but a, a kind of retreat for all their clients. So he's being the best <laughs> Billy B he can possibly be. He's entertaining. Is that wait? Is that I could without just, costume, which has got to make it awfully awkward. I could just picture Bill Berman right now. He's got his hands across his chest and he falls backwards off a tree into the hands of his employees, and he's got to trust them to catch him. Is that what he's doing? That yeah, type of retreat? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, absolutely. I think there's okay. no doubt. <laughs> we'll shout to the shout to the conductor. Um, we can start here and we can continue. We got our buddy Josh coming up in a little bit, but so the Giants are in trouble. Let's go through this. Are Saquon, sure? Saquon the knee, Galladay hamstring, yeah. Kyle Rudolph foot, Kadarius Tony hamstring, all of them limited at practice. Evan Ingram calf, not expected to practice. I, like this is all week one status in doubt. The, the the Giants, I don't know. There's something about them that just I'm I'm off on them right now. Yeah, I, I and and I like you know I like Denver, and I think this is a game that Denver, you know Denver should be able to come in here and play well. I mean, how are they going to? How are the Giants going to move the ball on Denver? Can they? I mean, now Denver has their injuries too. Bradley Chubb, I don't think he practiced today. They've got some nicks too, which we'll learn more about this at the end of the week. But like, how is Denver going to? How is the Giants going to move the football effectively? On Denver, I don't see it, you know, and I think Vic Fangio's teams are really good at being able to take away what you do, making you play left-handed. I mean, if, even if Barkley plays, Barkley's not going to be the same back. Barkley's not going to be the same back until sometime in in uh, in October or November. It takes some time to get that thing going. By the way, you know who I just heard from? Your buddy, who? Amal Shaw. He said, yes. uh, when are you guys going to have Sissy Blue on the show? That would be me. He's, he, my man Amal is still peacocking about that UCLA win. And by the way, to be fair, he was the first, he was out in front of it before anybody else. So we do have to we give our buddy. Him his due. What does I he just want? texted what does he, him. I mean, I gave him I said, his I said, we, I said we opened the show on Sunday giving you props. Did we not? I mean, what does he want? I mean, like, I mean, I got to thank him five times. I mean, come a ticker, on. What did they call it? A ticker day parade? I'll throw a ticker him. tape parade. Ticker I mean, tape like, parade. listen, we're not, we're not going down Euclid Avenue celebrating this. Like, this. <laughs> let's get to the next one. <laughs> I love my man, Amal Shaw. He's hilarious. Uh, coming up next with the uh, I mean, I just like the fact that, you know, I mean, he's, let's see what he's, what, what's he got this week? Yeah, give me. Is a, he, I want to know what I really want to know, Patrick. I see you, Stephanie. What I really want to know is, is he got the guts to go with Jacksonville and survive? Like he told everybody, I've already put out my whole survivor Text for us. the entire season. I'm all shocked. Huh? If you're listening, will you go with Jackson? I want to know one? who his survivor pick is in week one. I'll get Honestly, the right don't now. lie. I'll get don't the lie. I'll get it right now. We'll come back.
NFL season. It's not around the corner. It's tonight. NFL betting guide is out now. So go get it. VSIN.com slash subscribe. It's only 19 bucks. Well, 1999. Uh, Stephanie will give you the 99 cents. Sign up now. All access. VSIN.com slash subscribe. The NFL betting guide. Go get it now. VSIN.com slash subscribe. So uh, I got a surprise for Michael Lombardi here. Uh, a man, I, I assumed it'd probably be best to let him take a bow on the show himself. He is the host and a friend of mine. He is the host formerly of the nuts. Uh, come Monday, it'll be all right because it's going to be odds on Amal Shaw and Mike Palm. And Amal Shaw joins us here on the Lombardi line. Hi, Amal. Oh, lovely. I love that. Thank you, Amal. I mean, I could love you to join us. That's helpful. Nice of you to, 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 to kind of uh, break down your busy, busy day to come join us. Thank you. <laughs> Well, you know, I would have taken more time out of the day, but, you know, I was too busy trying to take that sissy blue T-shirt off. <laughs> I well, mean, you got your props. You got your props. I mean, come on. You got your love. First, How much love do you need? I mean, there's, I mean, you, 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 you took the We opened the show on Sunday with it. We opened the show. Hold on. First of all, you, you guys both know the instigator of this is, of course, Mike Palm. Nuh-uh. But in classic, no? Mike Palm, in classic Mike Palm fashion, Never followed up to tell me on Sunday credit was given where it was due. So, and that doesn't really come as much of a surprise from both of you. But the other reason I was glad to call in was, Michael, I have to give you credit. That line about the rearview mirror is one of the greatest lines I've ever heard. I absolutely loved it, and I'm stealing it. <laughs> you can have it. You can have it. Now, here's what I want to know. I mean, because then is then, now is now. And the old saying is, look, we're on to next week. We're on to Cincinnati. Do you yep. really have the guts? Do you really have the guts? to take Jacksonville week one. Now, I'm, I'm asking this question. I don't, care. I don't want to know if you have five survivor plays. Like, if you only had one survivor play that you could go with, are you really having the guts to take Jacksonville week one? No, I'm not for two reasons. It goes against two things that beat me last year that I believed in, and I kind of went against my own principle, which is, number one, not taking a division opponent, and more importantly, not taking a team on the road. Couldn't, I couldn't touch it either way. I, I don't think that's a good game. Forget Survivor. I think it's a tough game to bet on regardless. I think guys, the line sitting at three right now, that's a tough call either way. Yeah, I, that I agree with. But I thought I heard you say, and, and look, I could be wrong. I, you know, Colombo was wrong too. I thought I heard you say you had this all mapped out and you were just going to pick the opponents of Houston every week. I did. I didn't realize Tyrod Taylor would be playing. I thought they would at least have somebody that, you know, Tyrod Taylor at least is not going to turn the football over. You can criticize him all you want, but at least he's a guy that doesn't turn the ball over a lot. Good and I didn't, think Jacksonville, I didn't think Jacksonville would look as bad as they've looked. You know, it kind Good of goes, stands to reason why this team was 1-15. But moving forward after this, I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities to go against the Texans. And when they go on the road, I think it's a scenario where you'll take them. But the other point I would make, Michael, is this. Jacksonville is a team you can use if you're going to use them. It's when Houston has the return t- uh, trip back to Duval, I think would be the most appropriate situation. Right. I, I, and so to me, as you look at this board, your best is your, and I'm not putting words in your mouth, but your Ram, the Rams have to be your best survivor pick at this point. Well, yes and no. Yes, from the standpoint, if you're looking for probably the, what I would deem to be the most uh, likely to win would be the Rams. But at the same time, I would want to save the Rams for later in the season. And I think there's just certain risk you have to take, and I would rather take those risks early on than in the back half of the season. So for me, I would rather go right now with a couple of teams that might be a little bit riskier. Hey, quickly. You know, see, I would be the reverse with that, Amal. Like, I think you can figure out winners in November and December easier than you can in September. 
That's a fair point because yeah, teams are brand new. We don't know what they are. I, I think it's a fair. You point. have no idea. We're, we're we're all dealing blindly here. Like like I could see people taking Minnesota because Cincinnati's so bad, and then well last year Indianapolis on the road. You know people take Minnesota. I agree with you. Take home teams and take favorites. Like San Francisco is appealing to take in a survivor pool. But do you really want to go? I mean, look, I, I think the Lions are terrible. I would rather save San Francisco and take a team that I thought they could. I'd have a hard time thinking, if you follow my line of thinking, bad offensive lines don't travel. Bears have bad offensive yep. line. McVay's really good in, in opening games in the month of September. I mean, it's all lines up there. To me, I'd want to get off to a good start in Survivor if I were in it than I would if I didn't. Uh, humility, humility is your middle name, Amal Shaw. So I won't, I'll congratulate you and give you some props. Not only did you call UCLA, but weren't you down to like the final week last week, last year in the survivor contest? Yeah, I was down and Gil. three weeks, but I screwed, I screwed up because what happened was I had, I had Baltimore remaining against the giants and I'd already circled it. And it was Finley who I couldn't stand when he played at NC state. And I thought the Steelers should be able to get it done, but then I forgot Ben Roethlisberger hasn't been a functioning quarterback in about four years. And it went against two things I believe in, which is a division opponent and on the road. And I deserve to get beat kind of going against my own principles. There's an honest man. There you go. But I think that's right, Amal. I think you're right. I mean, I think you have to have some kind of foundation when you're in these contests, whether it's the the five pick five games or the survivor. I mean, and I think you have to be really leery of those, especially like I don't want to pick the I would never pick a don't against a dome team on the road. I think it's too hard. I remember my first NFL game in my in the, my career in 1984. The 49ers opened up in in the Silverdome with Monty Clark's Detroit Lions. Monty it Clark. took every <laughs> it took everything in our power to win that game. We went on to be 15 and one that season. But that game might have been the hardest game of the year. And what was the second hardest game of the year was when we went to Houston and played the Oilers. And Dwight Clark made this incredible one catch on a deep pass when Jerry Glanville blitzed. Those were the two hardest games of the year that we lost, that we could have lost. It's fascinating. Amal but, Shaw. Yeah, to, to Michael's, Go ahead. Uh, real quick, I was just going to say to my, Michael's point, and he knows this better than you and I do, Patrick. When you look at it, the NFL, yeah, Jacksonville's bad and Houston's bad. But the reality of it is in professional sports, I don't know if any sport it's closer between opponents than the NFL. You're talking about a handful of players uh, if you had on one team as opposed to the other. These games come down to and, and between teams – Eight, basically teams nine through 24, it really comes down to three or four plays. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree with that, Amal. I agree completely with that. And I think, and everybody, that's why to me, this line going so high tonight, I don't know where you guys, and I'm sure you and Mike are going to talk about it on the nuts, is this nine, nine and a half. I, I'm, I'm not worried about Tampa losing as much as I'm worried about getting backdoor covered. Well, and to your point, and Amal, I'll let you go with that, and you, you're going to discuss with Mike later on the nuts. But to your point, and to Michael's point, as far as the turnover, there's a 50% turnover in the playoff field every year in the NFL. That is how, to your point, the margin thinness of the disparity of talent and just a couple of players can make that big of a difference. Amal Shaw, you know we think you're the best, and congratulations on that UCLA pick, man. You deserve it. Uh, thanks, thanks guys. Appreciate the time. Good luck today. <laughs> Thank you. I, I like when he gets all serious at the end. The nuts coming up. <laughs> I had to surprise you with my guy. Uh, we're coming it. back with our guy, Josh Applebaum, here on Lombardi Line. Of course, we're presented by BetMGM. We'll get into the pick. We'll get Michael's official play tonight, Cowboys Bucks. It's v the Sports Betting Network. Network. 
365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tampa Bay tonight. BetMGM, enjoy the thrill of victory on your very first bet. King of Sportsbook welcomes you again to Showtime tonight. You bet twenty, you bet ten dollars to win two hundred. Dallas or Tampa Bay, they score a touchdown. Vsin two hundred is the code. Vsin two hundred. So visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be twenty-one years or older. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, one eight hundred Gambler. From our buddy Amal Shaw to our teammate here, Josh Applebaum, Market Insights is the podcast, beaston.com slash podcast. And we say, look at them. The internet's good to go, my man. <laughs> uh, Josh Applebaum joins us here on the Lombardi line. What's cracking, Josh? Oh, guys, it's a great day. Finally, we waited so long. NFL is back. We don't have to worry about the preseason. We, we made the best of it, I would say. A lot of unders, a lot of information-based bets, but the real deal starts tonight, guys. So uh, I'm looking at some really interesting trends here, guys. Number one, I'm not going to say the S-word. The S-word has been outlawed, but there is a lot of a lot of condensation here on the Bucks today, guys. We've seen across the board, number one, this is a public play toward the Bucks. You know, across it uh, with our friends at BetMGM, about 65% of bets are laying the number with the Bucks, but I don't think it's all public. You know, early on, you did have some respected betters hit the bucks before that key number of seven. They open at minus six and a half. I think you had some minus six and a half wise guy money, even some seven, maybe some seven and a half. But Michael, this thing is moving so uh, bigly to the bucks. It's kind of unbelievable. I'm waiting for the buyback to happen. I did notice some shops got all the way to nine and a half. When it got to nine and a half, I think just on principle's sake, you saw a little buyback there on Dallas plus nine and a half. 
So I have some converging systems here, guys. Let's start with if you want to bet Tampa Bay. To me, they could roll here. They could win by 10. They could win by 14. But I don't think you're going to be a successful sports better long term if you're laying uh, a minus nine when a team opens minus six and a half. I think you're going to get bit by that more often than not. It's tough to be with the public and lay the worst of the number. Here's the thing, though, guys, from our buddy John Ewing. If you look at Super Bowl winners since 1996, in week one the following year, they're 18-3 and three straight up. They're 13-6-2 against the spread. But on the other side, with the Cowboys, number one, they're contrarian and heavily bet game. We do know these gross hazmat plays in week one tend to be a profitable bet. If you're betting the Cowboys now, you're against the public in a heavily bet primetime game. You're getting an inflated number. And here are some dog stats that uh, have really been meaningful in week one of the NFL the last decade. Number one, week one dogs in general, 55% ATS. Public wants to bet Brady, raising the banner, the Bucks at home. Even more systems here. If you are a big dog of six and a half or more in week one, you're 27 and 17 ATS, 61%. If you're an inflated dog, you're getting at least a point off the opener, six and a half all the way to nine at this point. Uh, you're at 57% ATS. If you miss the playoffs in your road dog, 62% ATS. And Michael, here's the kicker. If you are a big, big dog of eight points or more, it's kind of rare the last decade, you're 16 and six against the spread, 73%. So I think, you know, again, favorites early dogs late if you hit the bucks early you're feeling good you're beating the closing line they're also a great teaser opportunity when they were eight and a half bring them down to two and a half go through those key numbers of seven and three but guys i, I like gross hazmat plays you're giving me nine points can i get a nine and a half michael am i crazy to think with the cowboys here at nine nine and a half is that a value play for you maybe a backdoor cover i mean let me ask you this question what would this line be if andy dalton was the quarterback for the cowboys <laughs> Would we be at a Ooh. ten and a half, eleven? We'd be in the doubles. I mean, like, doubles. It's like it's like we're not even. You would think this line was Andy Dalton being the quarterback. I agree. You, you would think that because if you go back and look at my number, okay, if you look at just going back last year, and the two teams as bad as the Cowboys played all year, at the end of the year, and Tampa's number at the end of the year in my power rankings, that line for me would have been 10 and a half. Now, I think Dallas is a better team. And I think that should be reflective in the number. I mean, but at nine, like that's closer to my number from last year being Dallas as bad as they were to where Dallas is this year. Now, I know Zach Martin's not healthy, and I think there's some concerns about the COVID, which makes me a little nervous. But you have Gallup, you have Zeke, you have Amari Cooper, you have C.D. Lamb, you have quarterback back. You got you, how is how would you not backdoor cover this game? So you're saying your number, this number reflects what you would set the number at last year with last year. Exactly, Patrick. Exactly. And my number last year would have been without fans in the stands, right? It would have been just strictly ten and a half. So let's say you know. And, and I don't think – and I think I would have probably said that's too high in, in any game. Like Josh just said, 10.5 in these games are just – it's not college football, you know. And I do think heat and humidity, if we learned anything from Florida State, Notre Dame, the over could be in play here because everybody's going to get tired. And that when everyone's tired, defenses take a break. So I think that could be in play. And I think this point – I think the backdoor cover is strongly in play here. I can't see Dallas just folding their tent unless Dak gets hurt. Can't lay the nine. 
Michael has been <laughs> stressing it, but Josh said it too, and I opened the show with it. If you're laying the nine, you could have laid six and a half. There's no way you can bet Tampa Bay unless you got that six and a half. And by the way, Josh, it's setting up for a little, as we talked to Vinny about, a little bit of a middle here as well. Yeah, you're totally right, Patrick. And I think this just comes to you as a sports better, what you're comfortable with. In the end, you decide what you want to do. But I think what we're stressing, guys, is getting the best of the number and not walking into a bet where you're literally getting the worst of it. So a lot of times, you know, people talk about chasing steam. I said the S word, Michael, that's five, five bucks in the jar there. But if you are betting these numbers too late, uh, yes, you could roll. And I, I think this gets missed a lot of times. A lot of people will say, you know, a bet's great if it wins. A bet is, is terrible if it loses. That's not really the case. You know, the bet, the strength of your bet isn't determined by the outcome. It's determined by if you beat the closing line, the research you did prior to the game. So again, I think this to me just sets up as, you know, it, and I don't want to, you know, kind of say this as a totally public play to the Bucks. I do think early on the six and a half, that was an ultimate wise guy play laying it before you get to the key number of seven there with the Bucks. But now you got to ask yourself, if I'm laying a nine here, I'm late to the party. I'm with the public. I'm getting the worst of the number. You may win anyway, and it may not matter. Sure. But if you do that consistently long-term, I think you're going to be a losing better That's in right. the end. So to me, guys, I think with the Cowboys, you look if you can find a nine and a half. And I'm with Michael here. All these dog systems match with Dallas. Big dogs, inflated dogs, dogs who missed the playoffs. Buy low. You walk into a bar, everyone's sweating. Brady, uh, you know, who's the house going to be rooting for in this spot? I would say they're going to need the Cowboys here to play well. If, if the Bucks roll, uh, that to me is is going to, you know, the sportsbook's going to take a bath. They'll be fine in the end, but I think that's who you want to be with when you side with the house. And Michael, one point that you mentioned, the over. You know, it's kind of gone back and forth, 51 and a half hit 52. I'm seeing a little bit of over money. Some 51 and a halfs yesterday are now up to 52. But your point about the heat, Michael, I think is spot on. We talk about it a lot in college football, but when in the NFL you're 80 degrees or hotter, the total either stays the same or rises a half point, you're 54% to the over. Uh, another thing, Sean Hockley, at Hockley's son, may not have as big, uh, big uh, muscles as his dad, He's been a road ref, 25 and 20 ATS to the road team. These are the little things I look out for. But, Michael, I'm with you. It's just the Bucks may roll, but you're really not getting the best of it. I know we just want to win our bets anyway. But to me, the higher it goes, it just creates more value to buy low and put on the hazmat suit with Dallas. Yeah, I mean, if, if Dallas, you could have got at six and a half. Like, I just, to Dallas, it would, there's so many inconsistencies here in thought. Dallas is the, is the perennial favorite to win, what, the most games in the NFC East, correct? You know, and yet they get zero respect in this game. Zero. And the Bucks, yeah, they, you know, I mean, like I said earlier on the show, Brady, Brady's quarterback rating in the conference championship game against Aaron Rodgers, he it was, it wasn't close. If you just look at the stat sheet, you say, well, Rodgers obviously won this game. He didn't, but, you know, Brady throws three interceptions. Look, I don't love Dallas. I'm scared to death of Dan Quinn. I got to be first and foremost to tell you that. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm concerned about that. I'm concerned about his defense. I'm concerned, but Demarcus Lawrence is back. He's off the PUP. They'll play hard. They'll play fast. Everybody's enthusiastic. I mean, that's a lot of points for a team that you think is a decent team. I mean, I get it if Andy Dalton's under center for the Cowboys or a backup player, but this is their best player. When I was a kid, the, the mentor I had as a better, which I shouldn't have had at like 14, Michael, he told me there's, there's lessons to be learned in every bet, but there's more lessons to be learned in every loss. And what he meant by that is if you bet the Bucks tonight, you may end up winning the win by 14, you'll win your bet. But the lesson in there is that you made the wrong play. I mean, you lane nine when you could have laid six and a half. So it's it, there is always a lesson to derive. That's why daily coach is so un necessary. There's always lessons to be derived from 
every bet. And by the way, another thing, correlative betting. Josh, we're seeing the Buccaneers bet up and also the total bet up, the favorite and the total going up here. Yeah, you're exactly right, Patrick. So that's something we always look out for. I mean, technically, you want dogs with low totals. Like if this total was, you know, 45, that would be great for a double-digit dog because the fewer amount of expected uh, points scored, it's going to be harder for that favorite to cover. So that's something to keep in mind. But, we, but again, I think the heat is something to look out for. Uh, also, we know that Dallas's defense, they were terrible against the run. Bucks were good against the run. These are the little things you got to look out for. But I want to throw Michael, I know we're up against that. I want to throw one game at you that I've been laser-focused on all summer, and we saw a very significant move over the last 24 hours it's the cleveland browns matchup of that playoff game where uh you know obviously uh mahomes got hurt that put a scare into him chad and he had to make that big play it was a 22 17 win for kc but you did see the browns cover that number michael i was looking for a cleveland browns just contrarian play can i get the hook it was kind of a line freeze all summer where it opened at six didn't move off of six even though everybody's laying the wood here with patrick mahomes i'm saying hey can i get the hook the hook was there for a second. It came back down to six, but here's the key. I'm seeing five and a halfs right now. This lump number is coming back here to the Kansas City, uh, to the uh, to the, the Cleveland Browns. Of course, one thing we do look at is these dogs six or more have done very well, dogs in general. A lot of system matches on the Browns. If you can still find out a book that's hanging a plus six, I think you want that key number. It's going down to five and a half. Michael, what do you think? Can the Browns keep this thing close? Well, I think this, I, I think I, I thought this number would go down because I think people are going to go back and look at that game and say, hey, the Browns are right there. But I, not so fast. I think the Chiefs are healthy. Their offensive line strong. I think give Andy Reid all summer long to stew over his team, to give him a chance to go against Joe Woods. You know, go ahead, take the Brownies at five. I think you're going to regret it. I think, I think Kansas City comes out smoking. There were no fans in the stands there last year, very little if there were. I don't know, Josh. I mean, I, we'll talk Sunday about this game, but I'm leaning back towards Kansas City. We'll discuss that tomorrow. Let's go, Michael Lombardi. Going to take the yeah, nine with the go. Cowboys. Take the nine, right? Take the. I mean, why not? If it, if not now, Patrick. Went. When a great philosopher once <laughs> said that, Millie did it. Uh, how about you, Josh? Who are you betting? He's here. I can bring her in here if tell you her, like. Tell, yeah. tell her hi for me, Josh. Who you got tonight? <laughs> Hey, a gross inflated primetime dog in the opener. Give me the boys. I wish of it was course. Don Fanucci tonight, Shocker Michael. market yeah. insights. Shocker. Yeah. All right. Tell Millie we said hi. We'll see you both tomorrow. The Nuts next here. VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work.